it's Micro Monday again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, Community Manager at Micro.blog, and today I am very pleased to welcome Brent Simmons, who is at Brent Simmons on Micro.blog. Brent, welcome to Micro Monday, and how are you doing? Oh, well, thanks for having me. Um, I'm doing great. That's good. I'm really psyched to have you on. Um, There's so many micro blog related topics that we could discuss, and I'm looking forward to discussing them with you. But before we get into all of that, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, Let's see. Well, by day, I'm a mild-mannered marketing human at the Omni Group. And that mostly means that uh, I do a podcast, The Omni Show, and I write for the various Omni blogs. I also do other things like take screenshots, and email with people, and that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm blogging and podcasting for a living. Uh, and by night, I work on a couple side projects. The most notable one is an RSS reader called Net Newswire. And I'm working on version 5.0 right now. Yeah, It's been around in various forms for since 2002 so and i only recently got it back it had, i had sold it it had um kind of made its way around the world and came back to me <laughs> like like your faithful dog found yeah, its absolutely. way home <laughs> yeah. could be a disney movie or actually I, i'm the faithful dog and the app is ulysses having uh, oh gone on its odyssey and it comes back and uh, if you remember the story, the yes. Ulysses was in disguise, maybe, or old or whatever, and only his dog recognized him. Yeah. So I'm the dog in the story. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good one. Um, yeah, so I um, noticed, in fact, that you had hit a milestone on the Omni show, your, your podcast um, there, Omni-based podcast, which uh, is that you've been um, doing that show for a year. And that is what caught my attention that I'd like to talk about that show because you're doing a very similar thing to Micro Monday. Um, And not to say that we copied you because we didn't copy you, but I will say that seeing you put that show out sort of helped gel some thoughts I had about making a podcast for – you know, that was micro.blog related. And so thank you for the inspiration. Um, But even before we talk about that, though, I want to go back um, to something which uh, I was asking all the visitors to this podcast for a while. um, And I think your answer will be kind of interesting. It's like, do you remember when you first heard about micro.blog? It didn't even have that name at the time. Yeah, it was... Like snippets. It was called snippets at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know Manton. I've known Manton online since the 90s and in person since the 2000s. So Manton and I go way, way back. And so, you know, he was telling me about a thing he was was working on. And I think I had an account at that early version. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I always love love the stuff Manton makes. So that's. um, I knew it was going to be something cool. Yeah, I like to, you know, hear little bits of the you know, history of of anything really, but certainly micro.blog because I'm very um I'm I'm quite devoted to it now and I honestly don't remember the first time I exactly heard about it, but I definitely remember thinking 
Manton is working on something, and I'm sure it's going to be cool. Yeah, <laughs> but right, I can't yeah. quite get my head around it. And it turns out, you just have to work at Micro.blog for two years, and then you start to understand <laughs> what it does. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, one of the things about uh, the Omni Show that you said in your post on your uh, site that uh, really intrigued me was the idea that you're talking to people who don't normally get on podcasts and that you're, you're also recording, uh, you're recording an oral history of, of sorts of the software business. And um, I guess my question in, in that is like, did you know that's what you were doing before you started? Yeah. So um, really this is the second time I've done this. The first time was with a podcast called the record that I did mm. with Chris Parrish and we were, um, talking to people who lived in or near Seattle and talking about the period before the iPhone came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was season one. We planned to do a season two, but we just haven't got to it yet. Still would be nice someday. But the inspiration for this actually came from, I was at, um, uh, I think it's called Mopop now. It's the, the Rock and Roll History Museum here oh, yeah. in Seattle. And there was an exhibit on Nirvana. Now, you know, I love Nirvana. We all, everyone loves mm-hmm. Nirvana. But it happened to be that um, I was at the Evergreen State College in Olympia, Washington in the um, middle to late 80s and saw Nirvana play dorm parties and, you know, mm. all this kind of stuff. And so then when I went to see the exhibit, they had all these, you know, artifacts and things from that era that I had, like, that I recognized. Like, maybe it was a flyer for a set of bands that were going to play. And I remember I was at that show, you know, things like that. And it occurred to me that I never would have thought at the time that any of this was worth collecting or remembering in any special way. I mean, it was just life, you know, and these were mm-hmm. the things that were going on. But then I thought to myself, you know, our, our industry is still so young and it's so interesting. And, you know, you look back, say, at the early days of television uh, and radio you know, they didn't save the tapes. They didn't, you know. Right. The people who know the stories, you know, maybe got a chance to tell a few, but they're they're gone. Um, you know, how nice if this time we were a little self-aware and actually, you know, got down in some form our stories before they are all forgotten. Yeah. That's. And so, yeah. That's, uh, that's important. No, I totally uh, agree with that because. Yeah, you don't know what's going to be important <laughs> for yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. And if you can do something in the meantime. And I think podcasting is something that um it really does uh dovetail nicely with the notion of oral history mm-hmm. because it's an interview sometimes. I mean, not all podcasts are interviews, but interviewed like you did with the record, um, which is a great show and I hope uh to see season two come out at some point, but that was a lot of work. <laughs> I could appreciate yeah. how much work went into that. And um, I like doing these Micro Monday um, episodes because we try to make them pretty low key. You know, like people, a lot of people who come on the show have never been on a podcast before. And so, um, but I want to hear their stories, you know, and I uh, intentionally not had 
people like yourself, you know, or Daniel Jalcut was on the show not that long ago on, you know, right in the beginning, because I didn't, I wanted it to be about, you know, the community um, and all the different interesting people that are in it and, and not just the people who everybody knows from various podcasts and blogs and, and news. So I think that level of history, you know, that we're, we're doing is, um, ends up being really important at some later date, you know, because you don't know what will happen in the future. Yeah. And and it's important to note that we're not just getting the stories of people that could potentially be stars Mm -hmm. later. It's like, we don't care. We want every story and every single person's voice. It's very, I I think I often think back to the, the punk rock ethos where, know kill all rock stars right <laughs> the audience and the band should be interchangeable right you know yeah you know a few people are up on stage one day but then the next day they're in the audience some other people who are in the audience are on stage so on yeah that's uh that's a good analogy for that so you know speaking of podcasts though did, do you remember the first podcast you did hmm gosh i don't know i don't think i I'm sure I was interviewed by somebody, but yeah. I don't remember who it would have been. Do you remember know. when you said, like, I'm going to make a podcast? And was that the record? Or I, I, I think I did the one with Michael Simmons yes, first. Re- yeah. So that was your first podcast? Yeah. That's, Which is ironic because I was working for Dave Weiner when he invented podcasts. <laughs> but it took me 15 years before I made one. Yeah. I do think that there's uh, something that we can do to encourage people to try making podcasts. Um, I certainly think Manton's done a great job for Microdot blog first, you know, to get people writing and that's happening. But now we're definitely seeing people making podcasts, short podcasts mostly for um, that are being hosted on Microdot blog and using that uh, app that Manton built uh, called Wavelength and just using your phone basically and right, doing an episode and, and doing a few taps and it's on. I, I think that's that's really important for people to start just realizing that there's they, they might as well just try it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I myself don't have the technical ability. I, I've never edited audio. Hmm. Um, I don't know, you know, all that stuff. So I've always relied on other people, but if if Manton and others can make the technology that make it easy enough for someone like me, yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Well, that is the idea. I think is that you don't need to be some kind of audio editing wizard. That there are tools that do make it easy, as long as you accept that you're not trying to make uh, a podcast of the production level of an NPR show, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's uh, I, I once I I accept that and I do say that to people when they uh come on Micro Monday to say like and by the way, don't, you know, stress about any of this too much. We're not we're not trying to do that. We're just trying to make something that people can listen to and enjoy and everybody who listens is already interested, you know, in what you mm. have to say. So don't don't worry about not being um, interesting enough <laughs> to be on a podcast. But. Right. I, I do hear that from people. It's here at work. Um, 
you know, I'm like, hey, would you like to be on? They're like, well, I'm not, I'm not sure. You know, nobody wants to hear from me. <laughs> and so I had to reassure them, yes, yes, they do. You have interesting stories, whether you know it or not. Um, right. And people do want to hear your voice. So yeah, it, it is. It does make a big difference um, to you know getting a, a a feel for a person. I think is it's great to read their writing, but it's also nice to get a little bit more of their personality when you hear them talk. Um, but yeah. So anyway, congratulations again on the Omni Show uh, first year and going forward. Uh, Thank you. It's a really good model. And I think other organizations or companies should think about doing something like that because that that's their story, you know, their history. And um, it's, it's sort of a lightweight way of of recording you know literally recording it and having mm-hmm. it available um for others to share those stories as well so yeah yeah, yeah one of the things i like best about the omni show is you know I, it's great that we have outside listeners but i like that we're showing the company to itself mm-hmm. i mean we're we're learning about our coworkers. And i think that's a lot of fun yeah yeah i think it's brilliant so I will continue to be borrowing ideas <laughs> from your show and its format. So keep it going. Thanks. I will. So I also wanted to talk a bit about Net Newswire um, because I was one of those users back in 2002. I remember trying to explain RSS to my colleagues. <laughs> mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to, f- to be following blogs uh, that – of people who might be interested in our product. Um, and I'm not going to go every day and click on a bunch of bookmarks. I'm going to use this really cool thing called RSS in a software tool that just pulls it all together for me. And it's like having a reading um, server. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And they were like, Huh? You know, so, and honestly, some of those people I still think don't understand RSS. It was my sister's company, and I know she's not using an RSS reader to this day. But that's that's my yeah. sister, <laughs> not yeah. for everybody. It's not for everybody. Which yeah, is fine. I mean, we know there's the dark side of RSS is that you can just follow too much stuff and go crazy. But yeah, for sure. That was definitely a revelation to me, and I find it's. Uh, I love seeing it coming back as Net Newswire and uh, the faithful Ulysses, I guess. <laughs> um, how is it going on on the development of that? Well, I work on it, you know, uh, when I have a couple hours at night available and on weekends and stuff. So it's not fast. I've been yeah. working on this release for four years now, and mm-hmm. uh, but I'm down to the last you know, last 10%. And I think hopefully I can ship it maybe in March of 2019. Uh, So yeah, I'm trying to concentrate. I mean, I have all these other great things to work on too, but I'm trying to stop myself from being, you know, a little bit scattershot and instead just concentrating on that newswire and getting it done Yeah, because it's time. Yeah. Uh, And I'm super excited. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just so nice to have it back and, uh, you know, And this time it's free and it's open source, um, which is really great fun. It it means 
you know, I don't have to make decisions based on making money. Yeah. Um, and I can share all the source code. People can check it out, hopefully learn from it and help out with it too. So that that's a lot of fun. Well, that, that is exciting. I think it's fun that we are working on bringing back the good stuff from those days. And, and micro.blog, we rely on RSS, obviously. So Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I, I hope that in the future we'll look back and say that, well, we kind of flirted with corporate silos for whatever, 10 years, and then yeah. collectively realized that, yeah, it was a mistake to put everything there. And, you know, the way the web was really built was, you know, you can have your own space that you own and you can do what you want there and use things like RSS to tie it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that model wasn't broken. Um, it can be improved, but it's good. And yeah. we, should, we should move it forward, as you guys already are. I like to take the long view of history in general and this particular history and know that we can look back potentially and say, yes, we saw something and we, we realized we needed to make a change and we made it. We corrected the course. Yeah. So one of the things I'm curious about is how micro.blog for you fits into your uh, blogging activities. Um, your blog is um, inessential dot com and uh that's uh i mean i don't remember when you started it i've been reading it you know as long as i can remember reading blogs so um how 1999 long is wow yeah so do you have an essential link to micro.blog or are you feeding your your short posts to micro.blog from inessential yeah so yeah inessential feeds uh my presence, I guess, on mm-hmm. micro.blog. So if you're following me, you see posts from Inessential. Uh, I also post generally short stuff directly on my micro.blog, which is, I think, micro.inessential.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so it all ends up on micro.blog one way or another if you're following me. Okay. And you also, of course, you you are engaging with other people on the timeline. How's that been? Uh, it, it's fun. Um, I, you know, I, I am no longer doing a personal Twitter account and mm-hmm. I, I, I would miss that, you know, personal back and forth with people, but I have micro.blog for that. So yeah, that's cool. I also run the Omni micro.blog account. Oh, so it's you who's, um, giving us these alerts on what's coming up on the menu at the Omni yeah. cafeteria. <laughs> it's something I do every day just as kind of a, a warm up for the yeah, day. It's you know, funny. At least I put one thing <laughs> out in the world, right? So yeah. But, and then there's cat pictures every Friday. There's cat pictures. That's great. Yeah. Yes. If you like food and cats, definitely yeah. be following the Omni um is is it Omni group or just Omni micro dot uh, Omni. I'll put a link in the show Omni. notes. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just Omni because, of course, you know, you could get that on micro.blog. Mm-hmm. And then there are times when I'm actually talking to myself. Like Omni's- I was wondering about that. Yeah. I wasn't going to bring that up, but I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I like it, though. Yeah, uh, I do have to say sometimes I think I have to unfollow Omni micro.blog because the food things are just like making me hungry. Right in the middle of the day, 
Plus, uh-huh. I think I have actually replied to the Omni account and say, okay, I'm on my way. Uh-huh. Save uh-huh. me a I've seat uh-huh. at lunch or whatever. Save me a muffin. It's mm-hmm. pretty pretty awesome. Of course, Omni is awesome. And as you know, you work there. And I have been an Omni fan for a long time. And I have come, I visited Omni at three different offices. So I've had lunch in three different cafeterias of Omni. And every time, you know, it's just, it's really great to just see the people and you have a great group of colleagues. And it must be a lot of fun to have them on a podcast together. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Our yeah. lunches are fun. Our podcasts are fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. Well, uh, before we wrap this up and, uh, uh cause I am intentionally not uh, going to try to keep us in the, the micro range, okay. <laughs> not, uh, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's technically, there's no actual cutoff for what's a microcast. Uh, mm. We do have a limit, on micro.blog of the size of file you can post. But if you compress it quite a bit, you can have, you know, a very long podcast on micro.blog. But I have been trying to keep it, you know, in the definitely under 30 minutes and and more like 20 minute range. But Mm -hmm. you go beyond 30 minutes, you really can't call yourself a microcast anymore. (laughs) I shoot for 30 on the Omni show. Is that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's a nice length. Yeah, I do too. Um, I was listening to a lot of podcasts for a while that were one and two hours long, and I used to enjoy that. But now I've been won over to the shorter and shorter podcasts, and I get to listen, you know, to the microcasts that people put out on on Microdot Blog can be like five to ten minutes at the most, and then I can listen to several people instead of just two <laughs> for an hour or whatever. So I might start one. It, it, you should. I don't have a whole lot of extra time, but I, you know, it would be fun. You yeah. don't need a lot of extra time. You just need an iPhone, a mm-hmm. micro dot blog account. Um, and uh, that's basically it. And um, yeah, if you did a microcast, do you, do you have any, uh, any favorite topics that spring to mind that you might, tackle it would probably be about music oh good one. about probably mostly about learning to play guitar learning to play whatever mm. song that week or something that's yeah. a great idea for a microcast yeah. and you could put in a little you know audio from your playing mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah that'd be fun all right brent i'm gonna follow up with you on that <laughs> okay <laughs> um is there anything else you would like to uh, add before we wrap up? Um, just that I want to thank both you and Manton for for doing Microdot Blog and all the associated things. It's really, really awesome. And uh, I appreciate it and lots of pre- people appreciate it. It's huge. Oh, thanks. I appreciate you appreciating us. <laughs> thank uh, <laughs> you. <laughs> and I thank you very much for, for coming on to Micro Monday. Listeners, if you want to follow Brent on Micro.blog, there is a link in the show notes, or you can go to micro.blog slash Brent Simmons. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.